Namaste, it's Renee. Welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. This is a place where I talk about many things from yoga, Ayurveda, health, nutrition, and today a little bit on dreams. Before I dive too much into dreams, though, a little bit of background and setup here. Yoga is much, much more than what we think it is. Often we think of yoga as the physical practice. We see people doing yoga poses and we're like, hey, that person's doing yoga. But what we don't see is what's going on inside a yogi or a yoga practitioner or even anybody who is doing something for enlightenment, right? I know some rock climbers that to them, that's their yoga because when they're out there climbing rocks, what they get from that challenge and that natural high of being on the face of a cliff and climbing the rocks. So there can be many things out there. And that's what I want to get at here is yoga. Yes, there's the stereotypical yoga. And then there's even yoga off the mat. And then there's even yoga's sister science, Ayurveda. The two are meant to be practiced together. Together, yoga and Ayurveda, you have the physical practice of doing yoga. You have the mental aspect, the meditation, the enlightenment, even eating right for your body type and doing something for the love of what you do. Bhakti is a Sanskrit term for doing something for the love of it. So honestly, whenever it comes down to yoga, it can really be anything out there that that brings you all those aspects. It brings you love. It brings you enlightenment. It gives you maybe even a natural high. You enjoy doing it. It puts a smile on your face and you feel better when you do it. So if you aren't a yogi, but you have something like that in your life, that you can relate to, that you do it, whether it's quilting, knitting, cooking, whatever it is. What you get from it is often what a yogi gets from having a yoga practice. So we can all relate because we all have something in our lives that brings us that bhakti. Coming back to bhakti again, bhakti means for the love of doing something, the love and even devotion of doing something or believe in something that brings you enlightenment and happiness. Now, with that all in mind and said, what is it that brings you happiness and enlightenment? What, what is your activity of choice? Or if you could dream about something, what is your dream? What would be your dream job, your dream lifestyle, your dream activity if you could accomplish it? What, what is your dream? All right. Now, what is stopping you from that dream? Even if you have done that dream before, like like even snowboarding for me, I have snowboarded a lot in my life. I've had a couple seasons where I was that person who could get 40, almost 50 days of snowboarding in in one season, even though I didn't live in the mountains. That's quite the accomplishment. I obviously love snowboarding and have a passion for it. That's my bhakti, right? My love and devotion for something. But then there comes a time 
whenever I don't go skiing and snowboarding that much and why? What's my why? Well, I can come up with several excuses and reasons why. And, you know, some of it's money. Some of it's the traffic to get up there. If you know the Denver traffic these days and getting up to the mountains to go skiing and snowboarding, it's crazy. I also lived in Fort Collins for three and a half years, which added an extra hour to the commute. And I could really, really, truly go on and on here with several excuses. And while these excuses and explanations do somewhat explain why I haven't been as avid of a snowboarder as I used to be. You know, again, they are explanations, but again, they're also excuses. I believe if there's a will, there's a way. So I also think that whenever my my mind, my dreams, my goals shifted towards even being in Maui, then all of a sudden, honestly, to be honest with you, yes, there's all those other excuses and explanations why I didn't get up and snowboard much the last three and a half years. But I also shifted my mindset and even what I was manifesting towards getting my butt back down to Maui, down to Hawaii. And what was included in that was a shift in, I need to make some money today. I need to get this done and that accomplished. We were helping Bill's mom with the, with the property in Fort Collins, which kept me pretty busy. But my mind shift shifted. What I was manifesting even shifted. So it became less of a priority to me to get up the mountain, right? Some of the the will and the way got put on the wayside, some of that determination, because I'm shifting and moving on to something else. And my ultimate goal is to get back down to Maui. Well, all this manifesting and shifting and getting other shit done has worked out for me. If you haven't heard, I am moving back down to Maui. I'm super excited. I leave um, Colorado the end of October and start out in Maui in the 1st of November. So I'm super excited because everything that I've been working for the, for the last three and a half years, it's happening. But for you, what is it in your life that you're starting to notice that maybe you haven't been making as much time for that activity that you love? Don't get me wrong, I still love snowboarding. If I could be teleported to the top of a mountain with all my snowboarding gear and it was the most epic powder day, I am not going to say no to that. I am going to snowboard and enjoy it. I still have fond dreams and memories of snowboarding and I still love it. But again, some of the passion or the will in the way of doing it fell to the wayside for new goals, dreams, and ambitions. And manifesting those over the last three and a half years and setting up goals and setting my sights on Maui again is is where I'm going to end up because that's where I was putting all my energy and efforts. And I believe that we can all slow down and stop for a moment and think about where are you truly putting your energy Because you might still be living in the past of, wow, I love to snowboard, but why haven't I, right? Maybe it's because you are shifting as well. Maybe you're starting to have new dreams and passions and you need to follow those. Maybe it's purely you've lost yourself. 
sometimes that happens. We just completely lose ourselves. Often having children can do that. You get so focused on raising your children that your activities and your passions get put by the wayside. But for good reason, because all of a sudden those children, that unconditional love that you have for having something that you gave birth to starts to take precedence and it becomes a whole different passion and bhakti, you know, that bhakti, that love. So that definitely happens. But also within that, if you don't figure out how to maintain a little bit of who you are within that, you will lose yourself. So a couple of questions. One, are you not doing the things you love because you've lost yourself? Your priorities have changed? Or is it similar to me that your priorities, either way it's priorities, right? But maybe your interests and your dreams have shifted and it's time to find something else that feeds your soul. I am fully ready to turn turn in my snowboard for a surfboard. I am ready for that. I am ready for warm weather 365 days of the year. I have been over the snow for a while. I continued to snowboard because um, I was living in Colorado and for the love of snowboarding. But I also know that there's so many other activities and dreams and passions out there for me to pursue. It's like this time of year, it's fall right now while I'm recording this. Trees. Trees have leaves. And at a time in their life when they shine the most brightly, right now as they're changing colors, they are the most photographed, talked about. You turn on the news and watch the weather, and the weather guy's going to tell you what part of the mountains, if you live in Colorado, it's going to tell you which drive to go on to see the best colors, right? So the trees are most talked about right now, most photographed, and most um, just gazed on and awed at. But a time in a tree's life, whenever it shines its brightest, it also has to have the courage to let go of what makes it so special. So in my example, having the courage of letting go of snowboarding, a sport that I have a lot of bhakti for, or at one time I had a lot of bhakti for, it's still in my heart. It's not going away. But I am trading in my snowboard for a surfboard. And this is all happening. It's truly happening. It's not just a dream that I dream about. I am making this happen because I have the will and the way. I, by all means, am not independently wealthy or rich. I'm completely the opposite. I live paycheck to paycheck. I am an entrepreneur, so I'm building my own business. And that's never um, super successful for the first few years. You struggle, you have your highs and lows. And if you can make it to the other side as an entrepreneur, then you've set yourself up pretty well to have a job that you love your bhakti again that you can do for the rest of your life. And and that is what I hope to do. So that's also another dream. On top of having my dream to get my butt down to Maui, I have this dream of having a business that I can do while I'm in Maui that will sustain me. I would love to be rich, but if I can pay my bills, then I have my will and my way to get there. And yes, it is going to take a lot of work, a lot of blood, maybe sweat, even tears, but it will happen. 
A quote by Colin Powell: "A dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work." This quote really helps me get by on some days. Let me say it again: A dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. So, what is it in your life? That you dream about, that you manifest. If you are manifesting negative stuff, if you're laying around on your couch, gaining weight and pissed off at the world, then that's what you're manifesting. But if you can start to dig a little bit deeper down into your heart, find some bhakti, some love and devotion to something, then I believe that you too can accomplish your dreams. We can. We really can. And setting goals, goals and milestones. I've had several goals along the way to get my ass to Maui. Goals of I even worked at Whole Foods for a while to get to know even the grocery industry. And when I worked at Whole Foods, I worked in the body care department because that's where all my education is, as a licensed esthetician and a master herbalist. So I was trying to figure out if I can com- combine my knowledge with a job that I could do in Maui, because there is Whole Foods in Maui. There's actually several grocery stores down there. So I've had these little mini goals along the way. I, I did love Whole Foods, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that real retail or the grocery store business is is a hundred percent for me. But that's okay. I gave it a try. It was a journey of its own. It was some dots that I connected of their own, and it will always be there for me. But then I really, with teaching yoga, now I've taught yoga for almost ten years. I just yoga. I always come back to the yoga, no matter what I do. I drop a few classes and try something else for a while, and I always come back to the yoga. So obviously, that's where my passion is: the yoga and the sister science of Ayurveda. So yoga and Ayurveda is my dharma, what I call dharma, or not what I call dharma. It's what even the eight limbs of yoga calls dharma. It's again, yoga is more than what you see in the physical practice. Dharma is your true path, what you're meant to be, who you're meant to be, what you're meant to do. When you find that bhakti, that love and devotion for something. And then you follow it and pursue it and become it, and it becomes even your job. So no matter what I do over the last ten years, I keep coming back to yoga and even Ayurveda. And so this is the realm I'm in. So how can I figure out to still be me, but move to Maui? And it has. Ben, definitely hard work, determination, sweat, tears. It's not magic that I am able to pull this off. So I started to dig a little bit deeper and figure out, well, how can I take this bhakti, my love and passion for yoga, and Ayurveda, and Maui, and surfing? How can I pull that all together? So I sat down and looked at all these things that I want. And I'm like, I can do this. I'm gonna do this. I have the will, the way, the bhakti, and even the dharma, because my dharma, like I said, keeps pulling me back to the yoga and Ayurveda, and it keeps pulling me back to Maui. 
Now, I did write this stuff down. I sat down and formulated it and wrote it. And I think about it often and I manifest it. So manifesting my thoughts, that's exactly where I've put my energy to. I've created this online business. It's almost been a year since I created my website. But when I look back in a year, what I've accomplished by just the inception of I need to build a website, I need to take what I do, yoga and Ayurveda, I need to take that online. And I did. Uh, November is when I started working on that. And I have gone leaps and bounds into figuring out how to convert what I do in a yoga studio to online. So that was one of my first goals was in the last year even. That's just in the last year, not the three and a half of how I worked at Whole Foods for a while and flirted with a few other things to get to this path. Also, uh, my Friday yoga classes, I always called them, ever since I came back from Hawaii, I've always called them Aloha Friday. And if you don't know, in Hawaii, they truly do call every Friday Aloha Friday. It's their version of saying TGIF, thank goodness it's Friday. So it's Aloha Friday. I verbally was always introducing myself and welcoming people to my Friday night classes by saying, Aloha Friday, welcome to yoga. I eventually got to the point where we added it to the schedule. So now when you uh, look at the core power schedule in Broomfield, every Friday night it says Aloha Friday with Renee C2 at 6 o'clock. So just think of all those things I was manifesting. I was constantly reminding myself of my goals by even holding true to Aloha Fridays and and even having it eventually put on the schedule, which I so appreciate my managers and bosses for uh, for doing that. It's been so much fun. But that manifestation of continuing to remind myself of my goals, dreams, ambitions, and bringing everything together and understanding even in my past how I loved snowboarding, how I accomplished that. But also I started to notice that I was shifting and changing to a different interest and dream. So now you, I know this podcast, I've used myself as a huge example because That's what I have to share with you, even legally. I can't share with you my conversations with my other students and my private one-on-one sessions. So sharing from my heart, my experiences, but I want to help you. What is it in your life that you dream of? What is it that you maybe possibly need help reminding yourself of? And just because you loved it in the past doesn't mean that that's where you're headed in the future. Just like letting go of the leaves on a tree, sometimes we have to let go of our past and realize, yeah, while I had a passion for that at one time in my life, I think I'm becoming somebody else. This is a great time of year to start thinking about change, changing even with the seasons, and knowing that in the spring you have time for new growth, for becoming something else, for having the passion and be driven to work out your dreams and live your dreams. If you'd like to sit down and work on some goals together, I would love to help you out. I have a master class on goal setting coming up. It's called Connecting the Dots. 
I am going to pre-record it so it will be available for download so you can watch it. There's a workbook, so you will work through the workbook, answer questions, a lot of questions of how I said that I sat down and wrote things out. I mentioned a couple things today, but I have a whole plan for this. There's more than just the couple questions that I mentioned, where you will sit down and ask, answer a series of questions, which will bring you to creating some good intentions, affirmations, and goals for your future. You need to do this. In order to accomplish what you want, you need to sit down and materialize it on paper. And then you need to constantly remind yourself of this. I have put together a system, this master class that will walk you through it. And then you will have these papers and affirmations that you can remind yourself of it often. So if you'd like to do this with me, my master class releases October 1st. Again, it'll be pre-recorded, so when you have the time, you can get through it. Uh, if you sign up before October 1st, so if you're listening to this podcast today, it's not October 1st yet, but if you sign up today, you get bonus material. You will get my seven chakras workshop that's already recorded. I recorded that one uh, quite a few months ago, so it's ready for you to start today. So if you're anxious and you want to start today, you'll start by aligning your chakras first. So you'll work through the seven chakras. Then by October 1st, when my master class is released, you will be ready to sit down, answer some questions, and formulate a plan, set some goals for yourself, and even learn how to manifest it, how to continue to remind yourself of it often. Much like how I called every Friday Aloha Friday, it reminded myself that this was my goal. So let's do this. You can sign up on my website. I will put everything in the show notes that you need to know on how to sign up for my masterclass for goal setting and connecting the dots. And my website real quick is reneestahl.online. So my name, first and last name, dot online. But I will put this in the show notes so you can easily click on it and get to the masterclass and sign up. It's only $25. It's just a mere fraction of what your future is worth, what your life, your happiness, what your bhakti for the love and devotion of doing something that you love. It's only a mere fraction of what you can possibly create for yourself, manifest, and accomplish. For now, though, I will leave you with, thank you for being here today. And in the words of John Lennon's song, Imagine, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Peace, love, abundance, namaste. Namaste.